0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever type of day you're having, I hope you're having a blessed one, and I want to welcome you to a walk with Jesus. On this episode of A Walk With Jesus, I want to go into the final chapter of this trilogy, the what about me, why me, and how about me, God? These are questions that we constantly ask ourselves, and you know, there's many other questions, the when, what, where, why, how, you know, but... These are the three top ones that I find myself asking, and I hope that uh, towards the end of this, we're able to sew it all together, and we're actually able to walk away with this thing with a little bit better clarity, so when we come across those questions for God, we actually have an an understanding before we even ask that question. But before we get started, I would like to start, start off this thing with a prayer. Lord, we love you. We thank you for each and every person that's decided to join us on this podcast. And they've joined us along this journey. It's been a rocky journey, Lord. For at times, I wasn't even sure if I was going to pick up this podcast again or if I was just going to let it float. Too many times in my life, I noticed I've given up things and I've turned away. But I want to thank you, God, for inspiring me and for putting people around me to inspire me to constantly dig deeper day in and day out. So that we may truly have an understanding of what a walk with Jesus is. It is a constant Daily repentance. Lord, we thank you for everyone that's come here. Some of them are in need of encouragement. Some of them are lost. Some of them are at that pivotal point that can be make or break. Some of them just need a little refresher to help them get through the week. And some of them need a reminder that they are not in this alone. Whatever your case may be, I thank God that you're here. Lord, we ask you to and bless each and every one of to list this podcast, may their bodies be nourished, may their hearts be nourished, may their souls and minds be nourished, Lord, may they continue to grow in your word, and may they desire to be a part of this ministry, hit a Man of Church. We thank you, Lord, for everyone that you brought here from the east to the west to the north to the south, and it's in your name I pray, my Lord, amen. So with that said, brothers and sisters, I just want to say thank you for coming back For this final chapter. And I don't know how many of you started off in 2020. When I first started this thing. With biblical readings. Or aliens and demons. Angels. Or how many of you are just first time ever picking this up. But I promise you. Until the day I'm dead. There's going to be an evolution of what this podcast is or becomes. And it's only through. The constant questions that you ask. It's only through the constant. Rigorous drilling of soul-searching things that we all desire. And a lot of the things that we ask are wonder. Everyone's asked and wonder. It's just some people have just put it to the blinders, and some of them have sought out even deeper answers, and some of them have even just turned away completely, saying, you know what, it doesn't make sense. Well, I hope that at the conclusion of my life, that I've made sense to a lot of you, and that you've continuously bear the seed and spread the seed that I've planted amongst you all, Amongst all the people that are around you as well, that you may take be like that kernel, that single kernel, and blossom many more fruit. So let's get this thing started. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, how about me? How about me, God? How about you let me do some stuff? How about you help me win the lottery? Or how about you help me understand your scripture? How about you show me things that you show others? How about you prophesy to me, God? Many of us wonder many times these how about questions. You know, another question that kind of is similar to it is how come? I was going to make this just all about how about, but I can't just start with how about without going to how come. How come you create Satan? How come you allowed Satan to come down to earth? How come... You allowed evil to infiltrate into your finest creation. First of all, we have to acknowledge that there is free will for man. Free will for angel. That God did not want all creatures to just be computer programs that just say, yes, no, maybe so. That God designed each specific thing with a purpose. And when Lucifer became jealous of man because man had a soul and angels had to bow down and serve man. Then Lucifer decided he was going to turn on God because he was angry. And he said, you know what, God, I'll overthrow you. And you know what happened? He forgot that God created him. And many people say, that's stupid. If God's all good and all purpose, why would he create Satan who would try to overthrow him? But God already knew what would happen. But God had to give him that free will to make that choice. And it's interesting. I'm going to tell you all a little hint. Do you notice why humans are so drawn to music, especially unholy music, such as rap, rock, country? Anything that does not sing about God is unholy music, believe it or not. It's true. And I know we hate all hate to admit that, but the point is that that music is created by Satan. And people may laugh, like, ha, 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 that's a lie. No, it's true. Actually, because Satan was the lead choir director in heaven. He was in charge of all God's little choir and ministry. So Satan loves music. That's why man plays music. That's why God forbade man from being a part of music unless it was like gospel music or Christian type music, you know. And I'm not saying Christian rock and roll or Christian any of that stuff. Like a lot of that stuff is still, you know, those people that play behind it are exploiting the Christian religion. What I'm talking about is pure, holy, Psalms from our hearts. That's what the whole entire book of Psalms is. It's poems, songs that man sings. That's why it says choir director above it. You know, the thing is, is that God created Satan, yes. But Satan was beautiful. He was amazing. He was an amazing angel. And that is why when Eve laid her eyes upon him as a snake, he was beautiful and charming. Because God created him that way. But God did not create him with the intent to destroy his creation, such as man. God did give man the free will, just as he did with angel. But angel must serve man. That is why when you hear of the stories of Solomon and Gomorrah, later on in life you see how the angels came and rescued Lot and his family. They were serving God, whom told them to serve man and protect them. Anytime you ever hear of a messenger coming, it's an angel coming to tell man what God has to say. At, for a long time, angel was bridged between man and God. There was no Holy Spirit inside man. You see, now man has Holy Spirit. And yes, there are still angels that are still out there, good and bad, just like there's demons that are out there. You know, the, bad, the demons are considered the bad angels, per se. You know, the thing is, is how about we figure out how we can serve God better? Maybe that's the better question. And I know I ended the podcast yesterday with that one. But how come we find ourselves constantly doubting in God instead of believing in God? I mean, we're so quick to ration out all these questions that every time an answer is given, we don't want to accept. Maybe it's more that we don't want to conform to the idea that there is a God that would love us to give us only begotten Son. Maybe it's the fact that Things seem so crazy and complicated to our minds because we're battling ourselves, the own demonic possessions inside of us, our own demonic desires. You see, the first thing we must do is acknowledge that we're sinners. Until we can acknowledge as individuals that we are sinners, that we need Jesus Christ, none of this will make sense to you. It will all be in vain. And that's what sucks. That's what truly sucks is that until you understand that you need Jesus Christ in your life, that you are a sinner, and that you're, it's almost like you're a drug addict admitting that, hey, I have an addiction. I need sober seat. And some people can wean off. Some people can quit cold turkey. Some people may have to go to counseling. You know, walking with Christ, in a sense, is like trying to kick a bad habit. For an understanding of a purer life. Realizing that drugs are going to kill you in the end. Your sin is going to kill you in the end. But being saved by Jesus is what's going to bring you to life and give you, brothers and sisters, a second life. You must realize that you have to give up the drugs of this world. The sin of this world. You have to give up the things that are going to keep beating you down. You see... We are all imperfect, but we all must understand that we have to find that deep spiritual soul inside of us that Jesus has blessed us with and awaken it and say, wake up! And once we do that, then brothers and sisters, we will be able to understand that we are children of God, that He has come for us, and we will hunger, our bellies will roar, filled with the fire, and we will have that burning flame inside of our heart, and we will know that the truth that we eat, and the truth that we spit back out at people is God's truth. Now I'd say to you that the Holy Bible is your bread. The gospel is the meat. And we must eat it day in and day out. We must be preparing ourselves for the battle. It's like I was telling my brother-in-law and wife the other day. We have to be prepared. Mind, body, and soul. Your mind reads the scripture. Your soul reads the scripture. Your body reads the scripture. Your body must work out. Your mind must work out. Your soul must work out. Your, mind, your, sp- your soul must pray. Your body must pray. Your mind must pray. And you must ask yourself, well, what does he mean by that? Well, when you read, do you read with your mind or your soul? First, you're going to read with your mind. Then you're going to read with your soul. And then your body's going to read into it. Because your body's going to understand the movement of your soul and brain. And then through that, you're going to start walking and living that life of God. So when you're going to the gym, working your body out, getting your temple ready and prepared, it's more than just that. It's about distinguishing yourself. It's about when people look at you, they will see a shine and a zeal about you. They'll see a walk in a manner in which they do not see anybody. Else. How about me, God? Is asking what can I do, God, prepare myself to be ready for when you call me. Because God's gonna call you, brothers and sisters. He's gonna call you at any moment. Hang on, wait a minute, what's that? Is that a knock at your door? No. That is not a knock at your door. That's a knock at your heart. That knock at your heart, when you hear somebody call your name, it's like, hey, hey, hey. And it gets louder and louder. And you're looking around, you're like, somebody call my name? And the fact is, is that somebody is calling your name. It's called the Holy Spirit. And you know what? Sometimes I've just decided, I'm here I am. And if somebody has called my name, okay, cool. But if they're not, then the Lord's going to speak to me. Because the Lord's called my name, and he's telling me, hey, you better be ready. Say, here I am, because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen, and you better do it. And lately, when I've noticed that, I'm just like, here I am, God, take the wheel, lead me. I've been driving too long. You take it over. And God showed me to some amazing places, and I've done some amazing things. And I've stretched the dollar out for an entire week to where I thought I would never make it past a minute with it. And my point is that it becomes like the fish in the basket where God fed 40,000, 4,000 people, my apologies, 4,000 people with seven loaves of bread, four fish. And then they come back with seven baskets full of bread and fish. The point is, is that at the end of the day, if we have enough faith in God, if we are becoming like Christ, then we will move these mountains, whether they're spiritual mountains that stop us, a physical mountain or a mental mountain. The mountains in our life must be destroyed. They must be moved. There must not be an excuse or a reasoning why you're not tithing. There must not be an excuse or a reason why you're not giving your time to God. There must not be an excuse or reason why God's not fitting into your life. Because you know what? You should find out how you are able to place your life amongst God. Because the thing is that we have to stop saying, well, where can I pencil God in for this day in the week? I've decided that in the mornings when I wake up, that's God, and that in my break times instead of going to take a nap, it's God time. I'm going to read the book. I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to dig into the Lord. And you know what else I'm going to do? When I go to the gym, when I'm at home after work, instead of just leisurely watch TV, it's college time. I'm getting into my schooling. I'm digging into the Lord. I'm fellowship with brothers and sisters, writing to them. Seeing their problems. They're hearing my problems. We're praying. We're talking to each other. And when I go after work, working out at the gym, I do this podcast. This is My podcast time is right after I get done at the gym. And it's usually anywhere from 7 o'clock at night to 10 o'clock at night. These podcasts are re recorded and sent out. There's not an ounce of time that I'm trying to spend away from God. Because the more I'm having God in my life, the better my marriage is, the better my friendships are, the better my fellowship is. Because the thing is is that there's no muddy water. There's no room for negativity. There's no room for questions and doubts. And that's our issue is we create our own hell. We create our own turmoil. We create our own paradox. We must do a paradigm shift and change our lives. We have to, brothers and sisters, because it's going to be too late. You're going to wake up one day and realize that there's no more going to bed and waking up. And saying, tomorrow, I'm going to get right with God. Because you're going to wake up and find yourself in a fiery furnace of hell. If you're not right right now. And that's why I don't want to see, I don't want to see any of y'all. If I can prevent it from going to that lake of fire. Because once you're there, there is no coming back. And I know many people say, oh, well, you know, God's all loving. Yes, God is all loving. He allows you to. Commit, keep committing your sins and allow you to find yourself straight to hell. So how about we pull our heads out from the sand and realize that we need to start today. We need to get on this road. We need to get going. You know, and It's like I told people and friends and family, if you want to be a part of this ministry, I encourage you. You can write me or my brother-in-law. Mark Thomason at HiddenManChurch.com or Christopher Wynn, Nguyen, N-G-U-Y-E-N, at HiddenManChurch.com. Tell us what you want to, how you want to help the church. You want to tithe? Tithe. You want to love us? Love us. You want to be encouraged, find ways to build with this church? So be it. This church is not just in America. This church is the world's church. God has put us on this podcast so that we can continuously go across broad spectrums. And I encourage any man or woman that listens to this podcast to listen and to share and to not be quiet. Just as you do with the gospel, you open your mouth and you share it. You put it on your Facebook, you share it. You put it on the little Twitter machine, you share it. Because the fact is that it is not about me, Mark Thomason. It is about Jesus Christ. And about us walking with Jesus, about us digging with the Lord, about our feet in the sand next to His, pulling that cross. Brothers and sisters, I love you all. I truly do. And I find myself more and more passionate as I go each and every day building onto each building block of this ministry. I find myself asking the question. How about me, God? Am I good enough for you? Am I good enough to serve you? Am I good enough to be a a shepherd to your sheep? I always was enamored by David. Because David was already king. He could have killed off Saul long ago. And taken that king's crown from him. And been just as corrupt and cruel. But you know what? David was a man after God's heart. He waited for 20 years. After being anointed king waited for 20 years, hiding in caves, hiding amongst the Philistines, fleeing and going across the world, well, across the Middle East. And the thing is, is that David could have killed Saul multiple times. And I have a story similar to that before I end this. So David prayed to the Lord to deliver thy enemy to my hands. And you know what? God delivered him to his hands three times. And the last time David would cut Saul's uh, of Tars, he'd cut his cloak. Because Saul went looking for David. He was restless. He was crazy. And he cut his cloak and called Saul and said, Saul of Tars. And Saul looked at him and he showed him his cloak. He said, I was right next to you. I could have killed you. But yet, before the Lord, I spared your life because I love God. And I have no qualms with you. I love you. That's loving your enemy. Knowing that your enemy wants to kill you, and yet you spare his life because you love him. Because you love him, because you love God. And if you love God, you shall do no harm to no one else. My story that I will end this with is, I had a similar situation. I had a fox. The fox would come in my yard, and he would eat my birds. And it caused me great stress. And I prayed to the Lord, said, Lord, deliver this fox to me. I had my gun. I pulled back the trigger. Well, I mean, I didn't pull that trigger. I pulled back the 30 six. And I had the bullet ready in the chamber. And I said, Lord, deliver this fox to me, and I'll kill it. I'll smote it. And I looked at the fox, and I watched him dancing between the fence. And I did this for three nights straight. And I could have shot that fox three nights in a row. But my heart I just couldn't do it because he's God's creature. Even though he was doing harm to the ducks that I love and animals I cared about, I couldn't kill God's creature. For what? That fox was hungry feeding its babies. Or he was hungry trying to live. But I knew that God had a purpose behind it. And at that moment I understood what the passage of the Lord is. It's that what we ask, God will deliver to us. But we must be careful what we ask for. Are we ready and willing to be prepared to do what is necessity of what God's giving us, for what he gives us we must hold with great responsibility whether it's finances whether it's a mission whether it's a prophecy if God gives you something you must take it near and dear to heart and take it not just as a grain of salt for it is important the things he gives us is of importance and they are they're what's going to determine where we head in his life with his ministry so, before I um, end this, I'm going to close out in prayer. Lord, we love you. I thank you for each and every one that has listened to this podcast. I thank you for those you've sent to this podcast, to this church, to grow with us, to prosper with us. I thank you for their participation in this. I ask you, Lord, may they continuously grow in you. May they continuously become stronger in you each and every day of their lives. May they continuously understand their divine purpose. And may a walk with Jesus continuously prosper and blossom amongst your people. I thank you, Almighty Lord, for everything you've done for us and everything you've continuously do for us. And I just ask you, Lord, for those that are financially struggling or physically ill or mentally ill or emotionally or spiritually ill, for you to heal them, my Lord. For those that are trying to quit smoking or get healthier or get in to whatever shape you desire for them to be in. May they be able to have your spirit motivate them, Lord, and not see the allow the world to stop them. For we thank you, my Lord, and we trust in you, and we believe in you. For it's in your name I pray, my Lord. Amen. Let's. We're going to close this series out tonight, and tomorrow when we pick it up, we may have a special guest, we may not, but either way we go, we have Jesus, and we will walk with him. And until then, my brothers and sisters, I pray that you have a blessed night. For it's in your name I pray, my Lord. Amen.